All right, welcome back to Church Public. I am Matt Odegaard, your host. Yesterday, we talked about a bunch of theological and biblical things, so today we're just going to round up a bunch of news. This is the news for June 16, 2022. There are some abortion wins and losses. There is an update on the murdering of justice, and which didn't happen, thank goodness. There's Twitter bans and electric car wows, or woes. I'm not really sure at this point. Anyway, I'm Matt Odegaard, and this is Church Public. Welcome back to Church Public. I really appreciate you joining here today. Um, we have a lot to talk about, so we're going to look at some news. Thank you so much for supporting and subscribing. And if you haven't already, subscribe and support. And if you want to leave a five-star review, if you want to leave a comment, I really appreciate that. It helps get the word out. And what I want to do is help get the word out. I would like other people to understand what it means to follow after Jesus and to live like him out in this crazy world. And more and more, we're just in a crazy world. So I want to help you understand that and biblically, from a Christian perspective, exist and move through this world and not become like this world. That's my goal. So if you find that helpful, just give a like, give a review. If this is helpful to you, email it to somebody, text it to somebody, just send it to somebody with a carrier pigeon, write something on a scrap of paper, tie it to that pigeon's leg. If you catch the pigeon, if you can't catch the pigeon, then do something else. But at any rate, thank you so much. If you want to go to churchpublic.com, there's a lot of information there. And churchpublic.com slash podcast is where you'll find the videos if you're listening on audio. And if you do feel like supporting, you can go to churchpublic.com slash support. All right, to the news. In New York, we have an abortion loss. The New York governor celebrates abortion with protection from out-of-state legal action. This is exactly what I said was going to start happening. You have states that are going to start eliminating abortion, which we'll talk about in a moment, and states which say, come here and we will shield you from all prosecution and everything else, pretty much no matter what. So this is via CNN. They say the Democratic-sponsored bills that were put through, uh, there were six of them, make the state a safe haven for abortion seekers and providers. As conservative states, the CNN report shows, they seek to curtail abortion rights through restrictive legislation, the Supreme Court is expected to overturn Roe v. Wade this month, as we heard about in the leaked draft decision. And that goes through Mississippi versus Dobbs. Actually, I've been watching the news because that report was said maybe it will come out today. I haven't seen it yet. I will let you know as soon as I do see it and what it means. But if it comes out in the way that the draft was written, which is likely at this point, it will overturn Roe v. Wade and Planned Parenthood versus Casey, which then returns the adjudication of abortion to the states. And some states are going to outlaw it pretty much entirely. And some, like New York, are going to say, hey, do whatever you want and we'll pay you to come here. So Hochul, the governor of New York, speaking from the Great Hall at Cooper Union in New York City, said the laws would protect against what she described as, quote, the persistent assault on women's rights and a woman's right to determine and make her own decisions about her own body, end quote. I guess you forgot about the part where there's two bodies involved in abortion because a baby is alive, because a baby's a human, but I digress. So according to CNN, the bill passed by New York lawmakers state the governor won't recognize an extradition demand from another state for a person charged with providing an abortion uh, unless that state governor alleges the accused was in that state at the time. It also says that New York courts will not honor subpoenas in civil cases from out-of-state courts. So in other words, 
you can go to New York and just be free and do whatever you want. If you were worried, as we talked about the other day, about the rule of law where justice is blind and it doesn't matter if you're powerful or not powerful or rich or not rich or oppressed or not oppressed and the law is going to determine your punishment based on the law, that's the rule of law, well, that's out the window because this just says they're not going to honor the law. New York is going to say, we don't believe in laws here, so just come and do whatever you want, apparently. So that's great. That would, I would, uh, would qualify as a abortion loss. Then we have an abortion win. As I mentioned, in South Dakota, they apparently today closed the last abortion clinic. Via Life News is where I got this story. South Dakota Republican Governor Kristi Noem celebrated the closing of the state's last abortion business on Thursday, challenging those in the state to redouble the focus on helping mothers in crisis. And this is exactly what we should do help the mothers in crisis. We need to help people in this. That's the whole point. We don't want to see babies killed. We don't want to see mothers in trouble. We want to help them. She says in this statement, quote, abortions have stopped in South Dakota. We've prayed for this day and now it's here. She goes on to say, now we must redouble our focus on taking care of mothers in crisis. This is exactly right. This is exactly the point. Help the mothers in crisis. She goes on to say, help is available for you. Adoption is an option. You're never alone, she added. I love that. That's exactly correct. That's the stance we should have. We should help the pregnancy centers. We should fund the pregnancy centers. We should make sure that the pregnancy centers allow people, allow mothers help and care and care for the children and hopefully even without cost. And as a side note, please stop burning down pregnancy centers. It's like every day I hear another story where a pregnancy center was firebombed or vandalized or destroyed or uh, whatever. We want to help people. We want to help the babies. We want to help the mothers. Please, whoever is doing this, stop burning down pregnancy centers. All right, moving on. We're going to do an update on the almost murder of Justice Kavanaugh. Via Fox News, in a mostly unreported story, except for Fox News, I guess, the man who is planning to murder Justice Kavanaugh and possibly his whole family, as far as we can tell, apparently texted his sister who convinced him to call 911, investigators say. The suspect, who I'm not going to name because I don't want to give any fame to this person, this terrible human who tried to kill a justice and possibly his whole family. That is, uh, it is a terrible crime. He should be punished to the fully, fullest extent of the law. Again, rule of law is important, but I'm not going to say his name because he doesn't deserve it. The suspect, according to Fox News, was carrying a gun, ammunition, knife, pepper spray, pepper spray, screwdriver, zip ties, and other gear when he was arrested by Montgomery County Police Department. Um, this is according to the criminal complaint. And this should be a national story. People, all the news places should be talking about this every single day because a person, this is more than a protest, a person showed up at a justice's house to try to kill that justice in order to stop actual justice from happening, the rule of law that we keep talking about, a ruling on the Supreme Court, back to the abortion, uh, the rule of Mississippi versus Dobbs, which affects Roe versus Wade, which affects Planned Parenthood versus Casey. This person showed up to try to kill a justice, which would have messed up this whole court case. If there is not a better example of influencing a court case, I don't know what one is. And yet none of the mainstream news are covering this because apparently it doesn't matter or it doesn't matter in this case because they don't like it. And that should say something. All right, let's move on, or rather go back to New York. I don't know. I, I guess we're going back to New York. So what I've learned is around 200000 has been spent in New York on drag shows for kids. 
I, I hate talking about this. But anyway, in our daily Pride update, I guess, according to Fox News, the New York City taxpayers apparently have shelled out around $200,000 over the last five years to have drag queens come into classrooms with school children as young as three years old. Yes, you heard that right. Three years old with drag queens. Kings? Queens? Whatever. The events involve... This is according to the report. I'm just going to read this. The events involve cross-dressed drag performers reading to school children at public schools, libraries, and other LGBTQ plus AAIP centers, but has expanded to also include coloring activities. So that's nice. Photo, photo shows, drag performers, and apparently instruction in classrooms for children on how to apply drag makeup because they need that. <clears throat> I hate this. Anyway. According to a reading list, this nonprofit group shared online performers, that's again drag performers, with little kids, read a variety of books from such classics that I enjoy, like The Very Hungry Caterpillar and Rainbow Fish, but um, moving those topics to things like growth, acceptance, and diversity. Okay. But they also included other books on gender identity with titles such as the hips on the drag queen go swish, 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 and the dragtivity book. I wish I had made up those titles, but I didn't. Now, I know that you're sitting there saying, I know this is New York, but we've brought you stories from California, Texas, Pennsylvania, etc., etc. in the past. This is my point. This is happening all over the place. And if you cannot get your kids out of government school entirely, you may want to pay attention to what they are teaching. I'm just saying. All right, on to the weird Twitterverse. Last week, Twitter user Libs of TikTok, which if you haven't checked out, I mean, I can't say I recommend it, but if you want a window into the seedy underbelly of all of the ridiculousness that's going on, unfortunately, that is the place to go. This is a, uh, I was going to say website. It's not. It's just a user who is grabbing people, saying what they do on TikTok, and then posting it. So, again, this user, Libs of TikTok, is not creating content. They're just, make, they're just taking what people make and showing it to the rest of us. So, last week, Twitter user Libs of TikTok was suspended for posting a thread about drag shows for kids, which I've reported on as well, and is intolerable. Now, just to make sure we are clear, Libs of TikTok did not invent any of this content. This is content people posted and were proud of, and then they reposted. There was very little commentary about the actual videos in the post by Lives of TikTok. They just basically posted several videos around the country uh, of drag shows that are involving, especially in this moment, children. So the crime, according to Twitter, was exposing, literally, the drag performers and supporters through the videos they were in. When perhaps, my suggestion, and follow me on this one, the crime should be the exposing of the drag performers to the children. Just my two cents. As of right now, I believe Libs of TikTok is back online, but for how long, who knows? Especially while they have the audacity to expose people behaving badly. At any rate, we'll move on from that, and I'll give you one more. This is Electric Car Wows, or Woes. Again, I'm not really sure at this point. We've heard from several people in the Biden administration that the all... I know gas prices are rising. I know gas prices are terrible. All you really need to do, though... To avoid all these silly gas prices is just buy yourself a wonderful little electric car. So we have uh, a representative from an electric car company 
telling us how amazing this electric car is. I'm going to play this clip for you now. I'm really grateful to be here today. And in fact, this is a chance for me to say thank you more formally. The, the Chevy Bolt is upstairs. We'll be able to take a look at it. Thank We've you. got about a thousand photos. Yeah. Is it plug? <laughs> <laughs> It's as simple as that. <laughs> the batteries are in the trunk? No, the battery in this particular design is a T-shape right down the center and across the back seat area. Because everybody thought we killed the electric vehicle. No, we didn't. It's alive and well. Now, I'm just going to pause it there for a moment. And I'm, I'm going to, if you're just listening, I want to tell you what's happening before we play the rest. Because the rest really... Is, is the best part of this. So you have a representative about the Chevy Volt talking about how amazing it is. This guy shows how you just plug it in and they're standing out front of the building, which apparently designed it or something. And they're in Michigan, wonderful Michigan. Hey, if anybody's listening from Michigan, shout out. Uh, and they plugged in this electric car to the building to show how easy it is to, to drive, to own, to charge your electric car. And then somebody, very rudely asks this question. Where does the power come from? So what's charging the, the batteries right now? What, where, where, what's the source of a- Well, here, it's, it's coming from the building. I mean, are, is it, um, what's our mix of power? Oh, actually, Lansing feeds the building. What's that? Lansing feeds power to the building. So I don't, I don't know. They're, uh... I bet they're a bit of coal. Oh, they're heavy on natural gas, aren't they? Uh, right now, the car is charging off of your grid. Right. Well, it would be charging off uh, our grid, which is nine, about 95% coal. So, again, just in, in case you missed that and you were just listening and not watching, we have the Chevy Volt, who's, it's an amazing car, right? It's all electric and runs on electricity, and electricity is amazing because it doesn't use fossil fuels, and they plug this vehicle to show it to the world, uh, to the building, which happens to be in Michigan, near Lansing, and so the building gets power from Lansing, so uh, the car that's electric, that's way better than using fossil fuels, actually is running on coal which is better than gas apparently anyhow that's about all i have to say about that and so i want to give you today's bible verse this is from james do not merely listen to the world and so deceive yourselves do what it says james 1 in other words we need to follow after god we need to read the word but not just read the word don't just let the words bounce off your brain and your heart and just go off into the world instead let those words of god penetrate you your soul your heart your mind and respond to them. Don't just listen to the word. Do what it says. This is really the baseline of following Jesus. Just follow him. That's that's what you have to do. I said the other day, it's not necessarily complicated. Sometimes it's difficult because either we don't like what it says, we don't want to do what it says, we want to do what we want to do. All those things are true. Sure, I get that. But James reminds us, that's not the way. That's not the way of the gospel. That's not the way that we go. Instead, we follow after God by reading the word, doing what it says. Uh, as always, I am Matt Odegaard. This is Church Public, and keep the faith.